There we go. Now we're going. We're all on. The Roaring Twenties are what it's all about, folks. If you think of the Roaring Twenties a hundred years ago, that was a time of opportunity. There were crazy things going on. We had prohibition and alcohol, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Well, here we are a hundred years later, and, and I believe now is the time of opportunity. Opportunity beyond your wildest imagination because of the technology that we have access to if we but choose to use it and learn how to use it in a very effective way to help us grow ourselves, to help us help other people, etc. Now, a hundred years ago in the Roaring Twenties, it was all about alcohol. Today, it's marijuana. And, and, you know, I'm a reformed smoker. I quit 37 years ago. It's hard to believe that. 37 years ago, when I quit smoking, it was my daughter's first birthday when I quit. Quit cold turkey, uh, and, and it was just one of those things, and I'm so thankful to the Lord above that he gave me the strength to walk away from the demands of smoking. Cause I was two packs a day at 38 years old. I weighed 285 pounds. And I, I think I have uh, got done better since then. But anyway, as we get started today and we're talking about nine kinds of income. Last week, we talked about nine kinds of money and, and how to manage macroeconomically cash flows and that. So this week we're talking about nine kinds of income. So it's going to be interesting in some of the topics. Today our topic is going to be about government programs, social security, and we'll get into that. But as we start our program today, as we do every day, we want to make sure that our prayers go out to those that are impacted all over the world by this COVID-19 stuff going on. Uh, especially prayers for the loved ones lost and 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 just uh, it, it has been a horrendous time but as we work our way through this time and right now things seem to be reopening in America the stock market is within 2000 of its all-time high so we have come back from 19,000 low on the Dow within the last 65, 75 days, all the way to over 27,000 on the Dow. I hope you were informed enough to take advantage of the opportunity that presented itself to us some time ago, and, and you were able to take advantage of this unbelievable, unprecedented growth of the stock market. I'm not a big stock market believer. I don't believe in buy and hold. I have a small stake in the stock market and, and I squeezed more in uh, about six, five, six weeks ago to capture some of this upswing of the market. And, and that money that I put in, I will probably within the next six months to a year, take it back out. Uh, it is not about leaving it in the market. It was about taking advantage of an opportunity that presented itself to us. Everything, folks, is opportunity. If we are informed and prepared, and now we, we come right back down to that first, first thing, 
Prosperity economics principles is think. To think correctly, to open our mind to opportunity, to think of things differently than we've ever seen them before. You know, the old saying, if you do what you always have done, you get what you always got. If you do what everybody else does, you get the average of what everybody else got. So, so this is a challenge, folks, a challenge for you to open your mind and to start thinking of opportunities that will present themselves to you on an ongoing basis. But if you don't prepare, you will not know the opportunity is in front of you. You know, people were so worried in the last six, eight weeks, the world was coming to an end and on and on and on, you know, and it was just another challenge as we have faced them in the past. And remember, all challenges, big or small or, or intermediate, whatever they are, they are opportunities to learn. That is really what an opportunity is. There is no negative in opportunity. Uh, there is no negative in challenges as they come along because all of those challenges, the, the severity of them is in your perception of that challenge. And, and if we you know, get into our mindset, oh, woe is me, how am I ever going to overcome this? How am I ever going to beat this? Whatever, you, you have already lost the battle. You, when challenges come at you, you have to have a, a thankful attitude. You, you have to have an attitude of gratefulness. You know, and, and what I would say, and, and, and as today, let me say this, and you're sitting there and you're listening to this, what I want you to do is I want you to get a piece of paper. And if you, you've already listening, you put hit the pause button, okay? But I want you to write out three things that you are grateful for today. Write them down and think about them and then turn me back on and, and, and continue listening. But take a couple minutes and write down three things that you are grateful for. You know, we are in our lives so busy looking at all the things around us that we really don't often enough develop that thankful attitude of gratitude for what we have. You know, our health, our family, our friends, the opportunities that sit in front of us, all of these things are there. And you, you, you have to look at them and, and be grateful. It, it just, you know, an attitude of gratefulness changes everything. It, it creates an optimistic atmosphere. And that's really what the Family Money Farm, this site that I've created, and, and we have today hit 199 members. I thank you so much, folks, for joining this group. And, and I promise you, this is not about selling you something. It's about helping you find your way to the maximum, to the most efficient way of doing things macroeconomically. See all those big words, okay? And all that really means is looking at the most efficient way of doing something around your financial world, your personal life, and, and developing and maintaining an atmosphere, a positive atmosphere. Positive atmospheres attract people.
They attract people to you. They attract people to what you're doing. And, and it is so important because think about it. When was the last time you were around somebody and they were just negative? Blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what comes to mind? How quickly can I separate myself from this person, this atmosphere that they are creating? I pray for them. They're having a challenge in their life, but they're, they're, they're making the challenge bigger in their life by regurgitating it. They're bringing it back to life. It is already something that probably occurred and they keep going on and on. And you know what? I'm as much at fault as that as anybody else because I love to talk. But I am very focused today on what I talk about has purpose. And, and my purpose is very simple to help you grow, become, do, have, more than you ever conceived possible in your life. And it all starts with that first principle of thinking correctly. And in that thinking, having the right attitude, because if you're, you're trying to think and you have a wrong attitude, the thinking is gonna be stinking. You know, the stinking thinking, is, it's really what it's gonna be. So you have to work and make a conscious decision at the atmosphere that you want to surround yourself with, okay? So let's get off and get off of that. And, and now I want to talk about social security. I, I hear this all the time from people, especially younger people. Well, social security is not going to be there. I don't want to plan for it. That, that is absolutely wonderful to think that way. But you must, if you're going to discredit social security, and, and with the thinking that you're not going to get it, you, you have to make sure that you're in line with all of the other goals that I talk about in the Financial Mastery Blueprint, saving enough money, accumulating capital to eliminate debt, getting out of all consumer debt, and, and developing a, a legacy attitude and a banking attitude to teach the rest of your family. It, it's gone, but not forgotten. You, you, you have to remember that you have to change other people's lives along the way. It's a decision that you, you can't just choose to do because just your actions alone in your life will impact other people, either positively or negatively. It's your choice in how you're going to impact and affect all of these other people that you come in contact every day of your life. And the number one thinking and creating a positive atmosphere so that people around you feel comfortable around you. It makes them feel good to be around you. It gives them a positive thinking direction by being around you. Being the example, the ultimate, ultimate goal should always be to be the best example that I can be for those that follow me or watch what I'm doing, and you don't know who they are. <laughs> you, you, you just don't, you don't know who they are. They are out there, they're all around you, and you don't know who's watching you. So, you know, the, 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 I heard this before, uh, the, the term integrity. It, it comes from the person that you are 
when you're by yourself, when nobody else is looking, who are you? That is a is an example of your true character, your real integrity in life, the you that you are when you're by yourself. Think of the moments in time where whatever you're doing, if somebody all of a sudden walked in the door or just was right there, how would you feel or how would they react to you based on what you were doing, the thoughts in your mind, what, et cetera, et cetera. It is so important. Now, Social Security is, is a system, and, and let's talk some history, because Social Security is out of whack. And, and people are getting to the point where they don't believe it's going to be there. And I can understand that feeling. Where did it come from? 1933, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, in the throes of the Depression, he needed to create opportunity to get a job for younger people. Now, how did he do that? He created Social Security which gave somebody that reached age 65 a stipends from the government to get them to give up their job so that a younger person would find a job. That was the whole premise to Social Security. Now, where did Franklin Roosevelt get the idea? All the way back to 1890, a guy named Bismarck, an economist from Germany in 1890, he come up with an idea was a similar approach, but it was for people that reached age 65 in 1890 would receive some kind of government stipends and they could retire at age 65. But remember in 1890, life expectancy was age 49. So I don't think on the surface, there was a whole lot of people getting to age 65. 35, 40 years later, here's Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and he's still using age 65, but now life expectancy was age 59. Big difference from 49. So here we are, and now here we are, 100, uh, what, 70, 80, 90 years later, and we still have age 65. Now, a few years ago, they changed it to age 67. And that was to bail out the system a little bit because the demise of it is on the horizon. Because over the years, they've added disability to it. They've added all of these other benefits that are there that the system has to pay for now. So it's, it, it, it's gonna run out of capital. In other words, they're saying by 2027 that, that it is gonna be out of money. You hear 19, 2033, 2034. Every time I read it, I come up with a different number. But this year or next year is going to be a year in where the, the revenue excess is over. So all of us that are working and paying into the Social Security system, that there isn't any extra anymore. So they're drawing down on the surplus which is going to go away in between 2027 and 2033, somewhere in that range, the surplus. Now there's no cash surplus. They're IOUs that the federal government holds because they spent all the money, but they're social security. Now 
what we want to do is we want to plan to get the most we can get out of it. And, and I tell everybody, you need to plan to get your Social Security at age 70, not before. But in order to do that, you either have to keep working or you have to have a substantial amount of money that you can take a, a block of money that will pay you the Social Security amount from age 65, 66, 67, whatever your retirement, full retirement age is to age 70, because you do not want to miss out on the 8% increase guaranteed to happen from your full retirement date to age 70, plus any inflationary increases. I turned 70 last year, I got my social security, and the year before that, there was a 2.5% increase. So from the year before to last year, there was a 10.5% increase for those that postponed one year to get from 69 to 70 to collect their social security. So we're gonna continue this discussion this week as we talk about sources of income. So we're going to talk about nine different sources of income. And, and if you plan properly, you could have all nine of them available to you at retirement. Retirement could be unbelievable if you plan for it. And it isn't so much how much you save, it's the strategies that you plan to utilize. And that's what you fund. You fund for those strategies at retirement. So with that, we're going to knock off today. We're going to come back tomorrow at noon. We're going to continue our discussion. We're going to talk about Social Security some more tomorrow and, and how the planning works. And we're going to start talking about CRTs, Charitable Remainder Trust, and Family Limited Partnerships. So those are just some ideas. And again, those are sources of income uh, that we can derive that have special, specific tax benefits attached to them, but you have to have them in your planning process. You have to think about them today, not think about them tomorrow. If you're going to retire tomorrow, then, then there's a lot of limitations on what we'll be able to do. Doesn't mean we won't be able to do something, but it limits some of the things that could have been done if you thought about them sooner. So get my new book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. Uh, Unbelievable. My whole life is in that book and everything that I'm talking about, my heart and soul is in that book. And what my purpose is to be here, my goal is to touch a million lives with this information. You have to get this information. I believe this is information that people do not know. It is my obligation to make it available, even if it's nothing more than for you to say yes or no to utilizing some of this information that I'm providing. Go to cfo-project.com. Take advantage of the opportunity there because you would get a free download of my book as a PDF. You can load it on your phone, put it on your computer, and you would get the book at no cost. Put your name and email address in. Now, when you go to the next page, you're gonna have an opportunity to invest $47. There are four books there and a one-hour video that will literally change your life. It, it will change everything you think about money and open opportunity thinking that you didn't even believe existed. 
Live your life insurance. Life insurance will it pay when I die. Jumpstart your financial freedom. Life insurance will it pay. Why well, I said that. Uh, so those books, they're there. And a one-hour video called The Wicked, Wicked Game. Hey, God bless. We'll see you tomorrow at noon. Tomorrow's Wednesday, June 10th. We'll see you then. Uh, get your email in there. Send us your email. We'll put you on our mailing list because we send out a newsletter Starting today, it goes out once each week, telling you the topics for the noon Facebooks every day, plus other information that's available. Share this information with other people. Share this information. Let me know you shared it, and I will send you a free gift. God bless. See you next time.